Troy has a bet with me, like, 50 bucks for, because I, I said, I'm going to put out an episode every week on Fridays, and he's like, you won't, but you 50 bucks, you won't, and that's like, it's actually a big motivator, I'm just the pride of, can't let Troy beat me in a fucking contest. Alright, well, hold on. Contest. Are we doing the intro again? Yeah. Let's start it off. And Introduce start- yourself. Welcome to, Con- you say it. Welcome to Canode Knows. My yeah. name is Spencer Lufa Lee. We're here today. This is round two. He forgot to hit record the first time. We talked for 45 minutes <laughs> and got none of it. But it's okay. We're going to try to get you up to speed. We're keeping talking. And here we are. Man, we had some good shit going. We were talking about your background in photography and real estate. And then Joey pulled up and he was standing out here talking yep. to us for like 20 minutes. And we're just fucking having a good conversation for the sake of having a good conversation. It was. It was nice. It's good to talk. Yeah. I'm a talker. It's a different vibe for me because I don't do this. I don't sit and talk to people when I'm not doing this. And it's I love this. It forces you to get out. Is really? That of, is that one of your dogs? No, it's just a random dog. Okay. What's up, street dog? Damn. But yeah, it, like, I was just telling somebody else, like, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I wouldn't go out and just sit and talk with somebody for an hour and a half or so. Like, I'd never it's, do that. It's kind of crazy, because for the past, I don't even know, X amount of years, I've always just been a talker. Yeah. And what's even crazier, is strangers just talk to me. Ryan Chadwick, one of my best friends, has always said, he goes, why do people find the need to just talk to you? And I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I could picture him I asking would, that. He just, he's been around where people just start talking, and like... I don't know, it's just my natural response. I'm like, yeah, like, blah, 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 blah. And, like, I kind of will just spitball with them, and they're, it's always, like, a thing where I feel like everyone nowadays, if someone, a stranger starts mm-hmm. talking to you, people just shut down. Do you think that has to do with uh, astrology? What's your sign, dude? I'm a Scorpio. Does that mean you're sociable as fuck? What do Scorpios do? Do you know, know your shit? Do you hang out with a bunch of girls that probably are super Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently it means I'm crazy. <laughs> I feel like every sign's crazy. I'm Gemini, and I get told I'm supposed to be crazy. And I'm also supposed to be super sociable and shit, which I, I am in places. All the things apply to all the people. Yeah. I, I, well, that's the thing about astrology. You can just say a vague statement about anything. It is 100% bullshit, dude. There's yeah. some fun coincidences, but I have to, like, suppress the urge to tell a girl... To shut the fuck up about astrology, because like every girl. Are we curse? Are we curse? In what? On this? this? Yeah. Okay. okay. <clears throat> right. Yeah, you did say. What did you say last time we were rolling? What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> I said what the heck? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm gonna I'm gonna get demonetized, bro. Scotty Kramer, you're not allowed to uh, curse on his YouTube. Of course. Yeah, that's big money. And dude, Scotty Kramer is such like a the perfect personality for what he's doing. Yeah. Hey, we're recording. <laughs> um, I want to set up a picture of us before it gets too dark. Okay. Okay. Um, so how old are you? I'm 30. And where are you from? Loaded question. Born in Manhattan, New York. Lived in L.A. till I moved to L.A. when I was one. Lived there till I was nine. Damn. I had no idea. Moved to Prescott. Lived in Prescott, Arizona from 10 to 17. And then moved to Phoenix for college and I've been here ever since. Huh. So the formative years are basically Prescott. That's Yeah, but I've always said the years that mattered, I grew up in Prescott Valley, Arizona. Yeah. 
Um, what was that like? What are the schools like up there? Who are your friends up there? Honestly, I actually really enjoyed, like, I hated it because coming from a big city to moving to a house that didn't even have sidewalks in front of it was kind of an adjustment. But it was really fun. I had a really tight-knit group of friends. It introduced me to BMX. Mm -hmm. Like, some of the people. Brian? No. Brian King is the only guy, well, Lear? It's funny you said Brian because one of the people that I grew up riding with was named Brian, but it wasn't Brian King. Um, I actually got introduced to BMX in a really weird way. We can save that question for later. But rode with Finley Hunt. Yep. Johnny Stevens. Yep. AZ Legends. Um, Travis Hanneman. Dustin Lane. I mean, there was a crew. And we all learned all the tricks together. We just did our own thing. But if I had to pick a mentor, it was Finley Hunt. Hell yeah. He's the one who taught me, like... Bar spins? Bar spins, like... Showed me what videos to watch, how to ride street. First, everyone who rides BMX or skateboards knows the first person who took him on, like, a road trip to the skateboard. We drove 30 minutes to yeah. Camp Verde. Yeah. And I just hopped in his truck. He's like, he had a car. Yeah. And so that feeling of, like, oh, we're driving somewhere to, like, ride our bikes? Like, yeah. you can never describe that feeling to someone who's never for done real, something like dude. that. For real, dude. Damn. You kind of take that for granted. It's such an experience. I remember when Goodyear opened, Cleon drove us, and he was low on gas so refused to turn on the AC and I remember that for some reason I remember like Goodyear like grand opening they were doing that test period that was when I first kind of saw Casey Badger I remember mm-hmm. sitting next to Casey and just freaking the fuck out inside just like oh my god it's Casey Badger but yeah um, I mean yeah so he like I still talk to him yeah I saw him in Austin Texas cool. like three years ago we still communicate on Instagram mainly but no, I mean, I had plenty of influences. He's a cool motherfucker. Does he still have his nose ring? I think so. Yeah. He had a pretty gnarly injury, so he's slowed down over the past few years, but... What yeah. was his injury? He had a really bad wrist break. Mm. Like, one of those, like, I think a chain snap or something, and he just... Compound fracture type shit? Not that bad, but it was enough that... It happens to plenty of riders. Yeah. I mean, some of my worst wrecks have been on a flat ledge. Mm-hmm. But... It's always the little shit, man. My shit was just, I would I split my head open down to the skull riding a little manual pad that I didn't look up. It yeah. was a gazebo. Oh. Um, but yeah, that's how I got my start. And what introduced me to VMX, because I was a real jock in middle school. Yeah, was, you got that competitive spirit in you, dude. I know that. I was watching Sports Center. And they were like, we have this next thing coming up called Crazy Freaking Biker. CFB. Anyone doesn't know. It was Matt Hoffman's little contest series he put on around. But they had a whole segment on it. And I remember I was like, what? And they popped it up. And I watched the whole thing. And I was like, you know, I'm in seventh grade. I was like, I want to try that. I had a homie at that time who had a Haro Zippo. I think it was a Zippo. But, like, it's crazy. Because I remember the segments that were playing in it. It was like this weird Nate Wessel street segment. And I think they were showing clips of Don't Quit Your Day Job because it just came out. Nice. Which was like, <clears throat> for anyone who doesn't know. 2005? 2005? Earlier? 2000? 2000. 2000. Damn. It was one of the, I think Jeff Z might have made the video. Hell yeah. But it was all East Coast street. Like, Remember when I joked to you the other night at the skateboard? I was like, yeah, I used to do manual no-footers all the time. Yeah. Because of that video. Hell yeah. But I remember watching it, 
and remember seeing like George DeSantos, Joe Tizio, Jeff Z, just like seeing that video, and I was like, oh yeah, I want to try that. Mm-hmm. Next day, hit up my homie. I was like, bring your bike over. And he goes, okay. And I had a curb in front of my house, like Podunk, Prescott Valley, like off the driveway into dirt. And I was like, I'm just gonna try to go off the curb. For anyone who maybe remembers this, you pull up a bike the first time and you don't know what you're doing. You're gonna do a half exit because one of your arms are gonna <laughs> counter or compensate. Stab myself in the gut. Nice. Don't even know why I continued riding bikes after yeah. that. It's a good start. But yeah, that was what got me into it. Nice. And so also because you're an hour in now, we're a few beers deep, and I always ask people this. This is one of my good questions. If there's a life-defining moment in your life, actually, I was asking you, what's your life-defining moment? Like something that set you on the path to where you are now. Chadwick at Interbike saying, get over yourself. Really? <laughs> I was thinking about it on the drive over here. I think about it often. It's crazy. Just like how long I've been trying to like get in with you you guys, like be friends with you guys for so long. I've just been like pushing myself in. And it feels like at this point, I gotta be at least considered a friend. Yeah, you're the I super homie. I wanted to be like, I wanted to be cool and with you guys. And I was sponsored by GT and the get over yourself affected me more than I'd like to admit. And, uh, and it's kind of in funny. A, in to... kind of a good way. because Yeah. And he probably was... didn't even mean it anything in the sense of like... He was definitely joking. It was just like a passing by yeah. funny funny comment. But it like actually... Because I was being full of myself. I was like... So, I mean, go young Bobby, go. You know, like I was walking around Interbike with a sponsor and I couldn't even bar spin type shit. But uh, yeah, that was that's one of them for sure. That's probably not the most defining moment of my life. Moving to Arizona and just all the happenstances that led to me becoming into BMX and Cleon shaped my life big time. Like yeah, Cleon was definitely neighbor. one of your main. Yeah, guys. I was on a mountain bike just dropping off of like two feet tall ledges, thinking it was cool, and Cleon showed me the cool shit and pushed all of us to get into BMX, and we did. Yeah, and that's that's pretty defining. What's yours? My fourteenth birthday. Okay. Because my mom said. What do you want for your birthday? And I went, I want a BMX bike and a drum set. She goes, okay, I'm not rich. Pick one. Nice. And I picked a BMX bike. Damn. And that's it. Butterfly effect, dude. That's a little, I, I joke all the time that any situation I've ever been in is always because of BMX now. Yeah. That's of, a wild thought to think about. Like, that one moment, that one choice. One choice. You could be playing drums for some shitty Seattle I could be sitting band. in a garage doing nothing with my life. Yeah. Well, just playing drums is Playing sick. drums. But I'm just saying, in the sense... No. Yeah. It was that. Yeah. Yeah. And I got a Haro 540 Air and got a flat my first session trying to bunny up up a curb. And slime went everywhere. Don't know why I continued on. <laughs> <laughs> got stabbed in the gut got flat stabbed in the gut before I got the bike blew up my other tire you've been to Prescott Valley right? yes you know that ditch that has the one flat wall on the bank bank other side? yeah yeah. that was a hundred feet from my house nice so that's how I grew up riding hell yeah that's sick I have spent what's your so you've been doing it a long time for people who don't know Lufa's like traveled with Shadow, Sabrosa, done local Arizona trips for companies and sold many photos to, I think, magazines. Right? Air Ride. 
Um, what's like your proudest, the, yeah, what's your proudest moment in either riding or shooting photos? Well, probably separate the two. Like, what's your favorite? Favorite thing? as an actual rider? Yeah. Because you filmed two full it, sections. I did. It has to be ending up in ride the year I graduated college, shooting a photo at my college. The uh, time the, clock shit. The Barsman into the ASU Art Ledge. Oh, yeah. With Eric Hilburn. Damn. I remember that photo. That shit was sick. That was something. Shout out to Trey Jones. He gave me the idea. He did a no-hander into it. Nice. And I remember... T- I just was... I was still hungry. I was, like, 22. Yeah. I remember telling someone, I was like, I think I can Barsman into that. Like, actually, I was like, I know I can. That obviously yeah. just scary. Because I bar... I, man, I was barring into banks, you know, just, like, all the time. Yeah. And now, Pete, like... That, that doesn't matter, but remember we set up, like, this whole thing. Quit tapping that, is what I'm saying. And, yeah, Hilburn got it first try. Shout out to him. Yeah, he's good. But it's funny, we he, we shot a Barsman photo on, which is now considered one of the death spots of Arizona. Dust? Chestnut. Death. Death spots. Chestnut Park. That stupid snake that's, like... Oh, yeah. People have died on that because it's... Slippery? It's, yeah, 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 it's yeah, slippery. Yeah, yeah. But we shot, I did a bar over that, and he missed it. And I didn't know that. And then I had faith in him. He got it first try. And I'll never forget. I did it. Rolled away. I looked at him. And he just goes, I got it. Like with that smirky Eric Hilburn thing. If anyone knows Eric Hilburn, he is quite the cheeky, cheeky guy. Cheeky little bastard. And we got, it was his, I think, well, don't quote me on this. I thought it was his first published non-ad photo. And so me and him both were like, yeah, yeah, we did it. And you didn't get it? Huh? You did get it or you didn't? What do you mean? He didn't get it first try or did he? No, he did, but I meant like it was his first published photo in Ride that wasn't an ad and my first photo in Ride that wasn't. Well, actually, well, it doesn't matter, but as a writer. That was, it was cool. That's pretty sick. And it was a two-page spread. It was that intro thing. It just felt cool. Yeah, I definitely missed out on that chapter. Drew was like all over the magazines like all the time. Oh, yeah. And it, I mean, Z loves Drew, and Drew does cool stuff like that's very photogenic. Yeah, definitely. Um, but in terms of shooting, mm-hmm. probably taking a photo of my literal childhood hero, Van Homan, like for the first time, nice. and getting years later printed shooting a photo of Van Homan in the same magazine was just kind of like, whoa. Yeah. But that's what's kind of also humbling. Like BMX isn't, unfortunately, that big. It's, yeah. like, a really good community of people, but it's, like, it's cool. It's not that crazy. Like, when you're young, you put everything on a pedestal yeah. so hard. And you gotta remember, I mean, we've all been there. I remember meeting some of my heroes even when I was four, or 16 at, like, Interbike. Yeah. 16, 17, and being like, oh, my God, the so-and-so. And I can't remember who said it, but they just, like, remember, they're just humans. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And some of them, like, I've had dinner with just because... Arizona, it's... Who is the uh, hero at 16? Aaron Ross. Nice, yeah. He Saw him in Interbike, and I just remember being like, uh... Because he, he's also bitch-footed. And yeah. that was, like, my big thing, because I was strictly bitch-footed for a long time. And his part in the Empire video blew my mind back then. Mm-hmm. And I watched that on repeat, and I just remember being like, dude, he's a fucking boss. Big time. I can, like, see it in my head, that opening line at the Tucson stair set. No, that's... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, 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 no. The first Empire video. Bad idea? Nope. Nope. 
first Empire video was just Empire video. Oh, okay. He he hits his face and he goes, do I have my teeth? Someone's like, yeah, he goes, okay. <laughs> it's so funny. But now it's, like the last time I saw him was just at Swamp Fest, which... Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I feel like he got so much noise here. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Swamp Fest. Saw him at Swamp Fest and he's like, hey man, like, how are you? Like, how's Arizona? And it's just funny to think. Like, yeah. Huh? The key. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. You look back and you're like, that's hilarious. Like, never would I thought. I mean, keep that one unlocked though for right now. I just locked it. I'll meet up in a moment. Is the key in the thing? Oh yeah. Snap us up. <coughs> photo, photo up, bro. Did we get it? Got it. Cool. Got it. Awesome. Thanks, player. Okay. See you guys in a little bit. Alright, see ya. Um, but like Aaron Ross knows where I live, or like my state, and just is kind of like, oh, like you still shoot pics? It's like what? Yeah. But it's, it's cool. Yeah. It's awesome. My friends. I mean, one of my best friends shipped him a piece of pizza and got a frame at one point. <laughs> From where? Venezia. He loved slices on mill, which hmm. is just straight trash in terms of Arizona pizza. But the fact that Frank overnighted it in a tinfoil with, like, ice <laughs> got a brand new Sunday fun day back in, like, 2008. Hell yeah. You want to move inside? No, the dogs will be annoying. But, um... No, there's been a lot of weird, like, full circle moments. There's one thing I've... I don't know if you've figured this out yet. I have an insane memory. Everyone gives me shit about it all the time. Yeah. And, like, I can just... Rem I'll be, like, doing something, and I'll just... In a split second, like... Well, this is weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like even Van Homan, he's shooting a Barsman. He goes, you ready, Luf? And I can remember being in that moment. I was like, I'm going to be shooting a Barsman photo of Van Homan. I watched Criminal Mischief a bajillion times when I was fucking 15. Yep. Like, that's weird. Yeah. Well, there's little moments like that that I can remember for sure that, like, get attached to your emotions or whatever. But, like, for the most part, my memory is shit. I remember when we did this last time and I was, we were talking about health or whatever. I was like, how long have I known you? And you were like, this day, <laughs> yeah. this year. It's like, Glendale Skate Park on November 15th, 2006. Now, a funny one, even the other day at the skate park, me and Wick were just talking about Mark Burnett, and we were just talking about how incredible of a bike rider he is, and um, Frank Parks was there and said, oh, how old is he? And Wick goes, I think he's like 21 and a half now, and I went... Oh, yeah, his birthday's in March, so that sounds all right. <laughs> and Wick goes, why do you know that? I was like, well, he was here for his birthday a few months, or, like, a few times, and I just remember, like, oh, yeah, it's around then. What's his favorite color? <laughs> What's Not that detailed, fear? but you know what I mean. Here's a random question. What's your biggest fear? Biggest fear? Spiders. <laughs> Spiders? Yeah. Did you hear the story about the lady who had a brown recluse in her ear? Nope. She went into the doctor with some ear pain? And the doctor is checking her out and was, like, looking inside of her ear and just said, okay, I need you to stay here. Didn't say anything about the spider. And then went and got help and they somehow managed to get it out. Like, can you fucking imagine? Like, no, I would, waking up I would with die. a spider in your ear, dude? Get out of here. Fun fact. Did you know Arachnophobia is considered one of the scariest movies of all time because the number one fear is spiders? Huh. I've never seen it. Have you? Yeah. That's I, why I would see it on, spiders. like, network TV when I was a kid. No, I'm scared of spiders because they're terrifying. It's just because they're, like, alien-looking, dude. Too many legs. Why you got so many legs? Yeah. I think I'm homies with spiders now. When I was living with a horse in the stable... Oh, I remember we, that. We had a... The ecosystem. Yeah. You couldn't disrupt it. We had 
spider webs clear Probably the clearly. Ceiling. Let's just let's shoot the over under here. <laughs> Hundreds. I, I was gonna say like, I was gonna say a hundred. Yeah. Just there's a hundred spiders in our in Daddy Longlegs just yeah. habitating, and doing whatever. It's honestly like it made sense when Brian broke it down. He's like, look, we got bugs. Those motherfuckers eat the bugs. Yeah. It's chill. They're doing us a favor, and they're not gonna come after us. And I was like, huh, okay, yeah. I wonder how many, like, crawl across your face while you're sleeping, you know? An average human eats eight spi- spiders eats. in their lifetime in your sleep, because your mouth's open. Woof. I don't want that. I don't want to think about that. Next topic, I just dude. I just saw a fun <laughs> fact that apparently a bunch of mites live in your eyelashes. Oh, cool. So, there, there's something to sleep on. And we have millions of organisms in our stomachs. Yep. That's pretty cool. Alright, so, next question. Next question would be... Next question... Until we get to the Instagram ones. Yeah. Hmm. Any more BMX related? What are you shooting on? Like, what's your camera setup? Not very good. Not <laughs> no. very good? It's a Canon 5D Mark III. That's pretty good. With all That's the... It's a workhorse. All the lenses. I have the studio lights, the speed lights. It's good. It's full-frame camera. And what do you edit on? The Adobe Suite on your laptop. What's yep. your laptop? The MacBook Pro from 2017. Nice. That's yeah. That's pretty newish. I feel like I'm running the same MacBook, and it's been mostly BMX. You've shot weddings. I've done assisted two, and shot two on my own. Trey Jones being one of them, which was really awesome. Nice. Shout out to him for where was that? In Florida. Yeah. Which what was that like? That was an interesting experience. Yeah. If I'm being completely honest, I was very nervous about it. Because it's Trey Jones? No. I, Me and Trey have... At, the, at this point, mind you, I've gone on multiple riding trips, and right. like he approached me and goes, Hey, man, like we're getting outquoted a ton. Like, What what would you do for this wedding? And I told him, and I was like, Okay, like you just remember. What's the number? I live a, we don't have enough time. Okay. I was like, I live across the country. So, like... You gotta cover the flight. We gotta make this work, and happened to be October of 2017, and Sparky's Jam was happening. I was like, okay, like, well, we need to get, like, your engagement photos done. Like, and get, like, your save the dates, invitations sent. Like, all we need is one, but, like, I have to be there. Like, I can't... Not be there. Yeah. And so he flew me out for that, we did it, and it was kind of a weird thing, because I was like, okay... In one year, <laughs> wedding will happen. And it was the first time I ever flew somewhere, rented a car on my own, was kind of just, like, on my own in terms of... Like, I'm on my own all the time in Arizona, but doing one remotely. Yeah. And, like, one of my idols and peers is Lear Miller, who's one of the top in America. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, I've obviously seen him, and it kind of was crazy because Trey is as... What's the... As loose as they come, when like he, him, and Kels, and Kels is the same way. Like it makes perfect sense why they're married. But the, like I'd be like, what's the schedule? Like, well, we don't have a schedule. It's like, well, you need a schedule. Yeah. So like, you become wedding coordinator too. I, I kind of was, yeah. and I mean, I started a uh, cracking the whip even at the wedding because yeah. I was like, we need to be here at one. Yep. Like I, I, I remember at one point I felt like kind of a jerk, and I even told Kelsey's mom I apologize. She just kept talking to Kelsey. I was like, Kelsey needs to get her makeup done. You need to stop interrupting her. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, we're going to miss... This is serious business. If we maybe. get behind 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, like, yeah. that's all of a sudden you're an hour behind. Yeah. And, like, it was a 12-hour day. Like, Austin Bonner 
filmed the entire time. Like, he was just with me, and I was just like, yep. Really, just being like, we got to do this. That's like, I've, I've seen it. I've done maybe five or six weddings, and every time it's the photographer that's, like, running the show. Yeah. Know? They're the ones that... It has to be on a strict schedule, otherwise it's just a fucking mess. Yeah. And, I mean, I even just was super loose, too, because... We didn't do, like, a contract or anything, which is very common in wedding photography. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I stayed at their house, but it was it was still fun. Like, yeah. I knew a bunch Where of people Where was the there. wedding? At a venue? A or venue right by Disney World. Nice. Orlando. Orlando. But, yeah, like, I mean, I went to Florida twice in two weeks because I went for Ryan Schur's wedding, which is also crazy. Can we talk about that? But, and then I had to go back and work another wedding, and Ryan was there. With nice. his newly yeah. his new wife, Amelia. Yeah. And I'm gonna see them in seven days for Casey Badger's wedding. Hell yeah. What is life? <laughs> Just a bunch of weddings, man. We're at that age, everybody's getting married. Hitched. But no, it was cool. That it's cool. it's a good experience. I mean, you gotta be <clears throat> under pressure. What's a Lear like on a wedding shoot? He's still Lear, but he's just done it so many times, like he just knows how to kick it into autopilot and yeah. just, he knows exactly what to do yeah and i i absorbed all that like i saw the way he that's what i was talking about even like cracking the whip like you have to yeah you can't just be like i even do that at normal photo shoots now like you can't just be like oh, it's business yeah. baby yeah, yeah. They're yeah. Like, like i am the one supplying the end product here exactly so let's do this it's comforting like i i don't think i've ever hired a photographer for myself but like I've seen it from... I've been there when a good photographer takes charge and tells, yeah. tells people what to do, and people always listen. It's not like... Yeah, and we even did, like, the family photos, and we went to this one place that was pretty common, I guess, for wedding photography, and as soon as... second you say the word wedding in front of anybody, they want money. Mm-hmm. And we didn't reserve a spot, and they're all just like, but we're just here for, like, 20 minutes. 20 minutes is not 20 minutes everyone at a wedding. Like, I had to be like, all right, we need to do family photos here. You need to be here. You need to be here. Blam, bam, 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 bam. We got to get to the venue. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, I do remember even at the end, Trey and Kels were just like, thank you so much for kind of like... Cracking the whip. Just steering us a little in the direction that we needed to get to, like, get everything done. I was like, yeah, like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, this was for you. Like, these photos are going to be right. for you guys, like, yeah. or for your family. So, but it's cool. What it it made me feel professional. <laughs> yeah, that's the shit. <clears throat> What's your uh, wedding attire if you're shooting? Button up, slacks, dress shoes. What color button up? Depends on wedding. Nice. I I have been steadfast with my black golf shirt and black jeans and black shoes, just like murdered out media guy kit. I still try to look... And I find that that's what's funny. I got this from Lear. Lear will still, like, dress up nicely. Nice. And so I try to, like, look nice. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I Ballman came with us on a shoot for uh, Kaczynski's wedding. I had him assist me and Metzger in shooting the video for that wedding. Yeah. And I did my murdered out kit. Metzger dressed up a little bit nice, like, button up or whatever. And then Ballman dressed to the nines, dude. Like, he outdressed... The groom. Yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> For sure. I mean, if we're going to... When Trey was getting ready, I remember I showed up, and he's just still fitting with Trey Trey's Jones man cave, like, yeah. just cut off some t-shirt. He goes, well, I mean, this is what I was going to do, getting ready, no matter what. And I'm like, okay, we got to, like, dress this up a little. Yeah. But we did funny photos, like, his tux hanging over his VHSs. Nice. Like, 
R.I.P. Jessica. We got a really good photo of Jessica getting dressed. And <clears throat> but it, it's cool. Like it was, it was just fun. Weddings are always supposed to be fun. Yeah, big time. So like, Kels wasn't a bridezilla. Like that's good. Yeah, I've seen those. Those are fun. I've assisted on a few where it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. What else besides weddings? Have you done like model shoots for like Instagram and stuff? Like with your hot friends? Yeah, or just anyone who inquires. Done Do you charge shoots? them? Do you charge the girls to shoot? Like model shots? Um, the only one who... Jamped me. Do you know her? No. She paid me without even... I didn't ask her for money. Nice. I mean, because it was supposed to... This is when I was still really into, like, kind of doing that. Like, I've kind of fallen off of it, but... Yeah. Yeah, she was the only one who gave me money for it. Because, yeah, it's supposed to be... I do that stuff to make... Sh- Sure, I'm still enjoying taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Because when the second, I'm sure you can. You do vouch it for, for a this. job, man. You do it for a job. You're like, I don't want to. Like, do shout anything. out to you for yeah. wanting to film outside of work. It's still, it's a, it's a struggle. But like, yeah, film for fun, film for work, and then film on top of that to do like everything else, podcasts. And then when you're out riding and you're not filming, you're still filming on your fucking phone. Right? Yeah. Filming for me is kind of like a fallback if I don't feel like riding and I still want to be, you know, productive. And I think it. Brings everybody up a little bit when you're yeah. going, going for clips. Push people to well, do Well, do you stuff. run into the thing, too? Because you've been kind of pushing yourself riding more. Yeah, a little bit. Where you're like, damn it, I just want to ride. I don't want to film oh, yeah. all you yeah. dinguses right now. Like, even <laughs> though they're not dinguses. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? You're just like... Definitely. Like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. We went to Woodward together. I was like, I'm not taking my camera. I'm going yeah. to Woodward for the first time. I'm yeah, not going to exactly. sit behind the lens all the time. I want to ride. Yeah. Because like, I'm so very active when it comes to riding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been on the comeback swing of riding, and it's it's just a different hat. I, I will leave my camera at home and just be a rider, and then I still end up shooting iPhone shit, yeah. you know, but... I mean, if the creative juice hits you, and you're like, we should film that. When it comes to, like, being out filming in the streets or whatever for, like, Mediocre 2, I definitely have to, like, dedicate a day to where, like, my filming process is different, like... I'll go out, and I'll be the filmer, and I love the vibe of just everybody being there. We can catch clips and stuff, but I'm not going to just jump on my bike and try and get a clip. Like, that never Dude, works. it's the worst. It's never... I mean... Mission style is how it works for me. Like, usually, I prefer... Mission one-on-one. style works one-on-one. Yeah, I have to do one-on-one filming, because I take forever, and <laughs> I just apologize after every Everyone five does. tries, dude. There's no... I'm, I'm not an anxious person, Yeah, but there is no weird anxiety as opposed to, like... Especially in Arizona, what's hot yeah. is shit. And you're, like, trying something more than five times. And five times yeah. is not that many times. And you're just watching them just, like, in the heat, crunching over. Like, shout out to Chuck sometimes. I'm like, dude, you're a trooper. Yep, you gotta be a trooper, man. Because, I, I mean, I've shot photos of someone trying, like, a truck driver down a stair set. Yeah. And it took him ten tries. He threw one, didn't like it, did it again. But I got the photo. I was like, I'm not sitting here anymore. I'm gonna go sit in the shade and talk yeah. to everybody. Yeah, like, exactly. Got the and, photo, I'm out. But... Okay, so you've done models, you've done weddings, you, uh, what's your job? Just a gun for hire with the camera. Gun for hire, okay. What's the main breadwinner right now? Uh, vacation rentals in Arizona that I shoot. Okay. What's that process like? They hit me up and they say, hey, we have a new unit. I go, okay, go do it. What is doing it? You show up at twilight hour? Nope, it's... I prefer daytime right now. There's, like, a re- uh, little shift going, especially in these modern homes where they don't want, like, the sunsetty twilight ones. So I just do no lights on, kind of give it, like, a nice modern look. 
No lights on? No lights on, ever. Inside the house? Inside the house. Huh. Fun fact, you can make it brighter with the lights off. Interesting. And more color neutral. Everything. Color neutral, too. Okay. Well, video, that's what I'm saying. Obviously, I can drag a shutter on a photo camera. camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't drag. Yeah. You can only go to a certain extent without juicing your ISO too high. But, um, yeah, and then, like, I pop some flashes or do long exposures and just blend them. Yeah. HDR, what is that? High dynamic range. And how does that work? You shoot three photos. I know that. So you shoot one at low exposure, one at one medium, at fully, and one, at... one under, and one fully over. And but... you take and it automatically picks and chooses from each one. Nope. Which so you do it. Lightroom came out with a setting a few years ago that is merged HDR. So when you go into Lightroom, you can click three. It's like Command Shift H, and it blends all three into one brand new raw file. Nice. So I even do five stop brackets on some of these. It's because we're in Arizona. Outside is always really, really bright. Yeah. And if there's like a mountain view, you gotta really underexpose it. But to get the room, you gotta really overexpose it. So you just blend all five. And get you yourself can, a good one. I mean, we're not trying to get technicalities. But you could pop a flash direct over the lens and you want to blend some color in on that. Yeah. Because color casts are. Real. It sounds like you kind of know what you're doing there. It sounds like yeah, I know some stuff. <laughs> You've been doing that for eight years, you said? Yep. All right. We're at kind of probably 35. Okay, hit pause. I'm going to grab my beer. <clears throat> pause, motherfucker. Sweating my fucking dick off. All right, we moved inside. Oof was grabbing a beer. Ski. Got the phone from outside? Dog's banging on the couch. I'd rather have these dog noises than those outside noises. Sorry for the first half of this. Listening to the electrical sounds of outside. Ice cream truck is just going by in case you're a little sweaty. In case you wanted to get some sugar. Man, I'm on that anti-sugar grind, dude. What'd you eat today? Buffalo chicken and mashed cauliflower. And that's it, actually. That's not bad. I had the most fire hot food from Whole Foods meal. Brussels sprouts, Thai broccoli, motherfucking cabbage, and motherfucking Hawaiian pork, and some curried chicken. I should eat something else. Got a salad waiting for me at home, but I'm pretty sure I'm just not going to eat for the rest of the night. Yesterday I had one meal at 2 p.m., and then that's it. Been on that OMAD diet, dude. One meal a day. One meal a day. One meal a day. All right, so let's liven things up a little bit. I'm going to move to the Instagram. Let's go to Instagram. Let's see what people are asking me, if anyone cares. Bo Hobbs says, does Lufa still have his orange and blue striped shirt? Sure do. Let's talk about that. I refuse to throw it away. Yeah, that's the signature. Bo Hobbs. Is that Boss Hog? No, Bo Hobbs. Chandler Shredder, friends with Joey Calderon. Fucking... Highest hops in the world. Oh, Bo. Yeah. Bo, Bo, Bo. Did, I actually just asked about him the other day to Joey. I was like, is Bo still like around? He goes, yeah, he doesn't ride too much. When he does, he still rips. So yeah. shout out to you, Bo, because... Shout out, Bo Hobbs. used to smith hard that giant flat ledge every t- try. Chandler? Yeah, it was amazing. Huh. That's wild. All right, Bradley P. asks... Oh, do you want to talk about the blue shirt real quick? <clears throat> yes. 
What's up? Shirt. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't have many friends who have a signature shirt, but uh, you definitely have one. Then Nathan Williams comes along and tries to steal it from you. To the point where someone went to me as Halloween and bought that shirt. Yeah. And then gave me that shirt. So I, <laughs> at one point I had three. Nice. And I still have one just sitting in my closet. Every awesome. once in a while, yeah. throw it back on. Just remember. Throw it back on and then just look in the mirror and point at yourself and I still got it, baby. No, I mean, let's all rock it. <laughs> Depends on the outfit. It's a pretty how, loud shirt. Let's talk... Dude, everybody's been asking me, how did Lufa get his blue and orange shirt? What, what's the origin story of the blue it's and orange It's not even a good shirt? story. I went to American Apparel, saw it. bought it. And I bought it. Wow. That's fucking crazy, dude. All right, Bradley P. What were the results of your 23andMe? Wow. Did you do it? I did do it. Okay. You really want to get into this? Yes. All right, I will go to my results. Let me search through my photos real Let's quick. Let's talk about your ethnicity. So for anyone who doesn't know, which probably none of you know, my father was an immigrant from Taiwan. Born in America, but his uh, parents were immigrants. My mother is just straight-up European mutt. Like, white. As white as they come. Anyone who sees my mom would be... I've gotten that I'm adopted or dating someone really out of my age range multiple times, which nice. is really funny. But so for Christmas last year, I asked for 23 me, and I am 51.1% European and 48.7% East Asian and Native American. Native Americans really loose. Mm -hmm. But in terms of main percentage, the one that is number one is from mainland China, 24.5%. Damn. And then I am... Yeah, these terms from 23andMe are Chinese, Dai, Vietnamese, Indonesian, Thai, Karen, I can't even pronounce this, Myanmar, broadly Chinese, broadly East Asian and Native. And this is why Brad asked that, because he likes making fun of me for it. For the main Chinese. thing, no, from Europe, is I'm 13.8% <laughs> Askenazi Jewish. <laughs> I got a little okay. French-German in me. 10%, British-Irish, 9%, broadly Northwestern Europe, 12%. Lufa's a Jew. I yeah. love it. Jufa. Jufa. <clears throat> that's what he likes. All right, dude. That's pretty good. So there you go. When's the last time you blacked out? Second question for Bradley P. Second question? Sunday. Sunday you blacked out? Fantasy draft. Nice. Do you remember who you drafted? Oh, yeah. My team's great. You guys go fantasy so hard, dude. It's crazy. I'm in three leagues. All right, do that gently, you know. You're in three different fantasy leagues, huh? Yeah. Champion of one twice. Who started this shit? Because I know, like... Me. You did? I started it with the one main group, because I was really into that show of the week for a little bit, and I was yeah. like, this would be fun. Hell yeah. We should do this. That's what I think about, is that show. That and show we pretty all good. got really into it, and now it's like a thing. Hell yeah. We just made a really good logo of Frank, which I'm going to show you real quick. Okay. Um, okay. Next question. Next question at Cliff DeVoe, aka All right, Troy, Troy Blair. Blair. Is he going to ask about Smash Brothers or something? What character should be added to Smash? Well, I would say Banjo Kazooie. Ooh, look at that logo. Damn. That's sick. It's him playing pickleball. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Legendary. So Banjo Kazooie or Earthworm Jim. How about that one? I don't know who Earthworm Jim is, but I fuck with Banjo Kazooie. Wow, well, they're adding him in, some, in fall. Okay, nice. Him and her. I guess him and him, her and her. Don't assume their gender. Banjo, yeah, that's 2019, bro. What are, 
What do you think this is? Whatever pronoun makes you feel comfortable. Okay. Dude, did you watch Chappelle's new special? I did not, yeah. Six and seven. I've been watching Mindhunter. Holy shit. I gotta watch that one, too. It has the Manson episode. I really I'm actually on that. it. Yeah, I wanna watch that. It's so bad. Did you see Once Upon a Time? Yeah, of course, dude. So good. Yeah. I was, like, screaming, crying, happy at the end. Like, when the... The twist happens or whatever. I was so happy. So you like, know the original story about Sharon Tate. Yeah, of no spoilers here, by the way. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, fucking epic, dude. I yeah, love that it was awesome. I, and I'm amazed at people getting mad at it for like. There was complaints about Sharon Tate didn't have enough speaking lines or whatever. She had, I mean, Margot Robbie had about seven lines yeah. or something. It's like. But it's also, you know, it was cool when she else. goes and watches the movie of herself. That actually happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. What? The movie was actually I, the whole time. I was Sharon like, Tate, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, are they gonna put Margot Robbie? And I was like, no, that, yeah, that'd be weird. And it was, yeah, actually Sharon Tate. So that was cool. Yeah, I fucking, I went. I was on a. It was a weird Tinder date that I went and saw that. <clears throat> she was a really nice. Girl. Movie's a bad move, dude. Don't go on Tinder dates for a movie. Well, it was one of those. I know that it's a bad move, but it was a smart move considering I didn't really want to go on it, but I wanted to see the movie. So it's like, yeah, okay. let's, let's balance it out. I wasn't super into the girl. She's so nice, though. I feel so bad. Alright, uh, at SirFizzy4130 says, favorite BMX rider, Phoenix Local and All Around? Phoenix Local. Besides me. <laughs> Besides you. Honestly, it has to be Clay Johnson. Hell yeah. That dude, fun fact. Fun fact. First rider I ever met from Phoenix. Came to Prescott Valley, him, Robbie, Zuka. We sessioned, we had a good time, Hell and yeah. I remember I was like, hey, I'm moving to Phoenix, like, hit you guys up, and he goes, you're gonna be in Tempe, he goes, man, that shit's far as fuck, <laughs> like, we'll be glad to see each other, and then we go to Woodward together, but he's my favorite because fucking kills it, and that guy just loves BMX. Yeah, he does. When he, t- when he told me, he goes, dude, I'm so happy, just like, in my headphones, in my zone, like, doing a Smith grind on the same line I've been grinding for 10 years, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's what it's all about, man! Yep. Like, he doesn't give a shit what's going on, like... This fucking kills it. It's awesome. Big facts. Yeah. I love it. So he's a big inspiration. Go. Speaking of Clay Johnson. Okay, so no, that's that's the Phoenix local. Who's oh, your favorite all around. It's always it's funny you said it, but Nathan Williams. That's what yeah. that was the funny joke about that. Everyone's like, that's "You sweat, true. Nathan." And I'm like, yeah. "I had it first. <laughs> I was like, "No." It's like that episode of Doug when someone else gets his outfit. Everyone thinks he's copying, and Doug's like, "My closet's full of it." And everyone goes, <laughs> "We get that you're obsessed with him." You are talking about <laughs> the cartoon Doug? Yeah. <laughs> You do have an insane memory, man. What the fuck? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> How old were we when we watched Doug, dude? That's I was like crazy. six, seven. <laughs> All right, so yeah, at Westside Legends says, <clears throat> any Prescott Bryan stories? Prescott in general. Why the fuck is he from Prescott? And then he has a part two, but I'll wait. So just Prescott. Prescott Bryan. We're yeah. talking about Brian Golombiowski, by the way. Okay, so that's who Prescott Bryan is? I that's Prescott Bryan. Brian King... Was from Mesa, but I think moved out there. Okay. But Brian Golmieski was actually one of the other guys who I grew up riding with a lot, too. Like, okay. he drove me around. Was one of... Incredible rider. Like, for anyone who doesn't know what a hurricane was, he was doing hurricanes back in 2003. But my favorite Prescott Bryan story, like, he was the first guy wearing girl pants, dyeing his hair jet black, pierced his lip. Like, he turned into, like, that scene rider. Yeah. And it was just pretty funny watching him, like, probably go through his teenage years that's so weird that like you decide one day to wake up and just like there's always the first day that you wear your girl pants and then the yeah. first day that you're doing that but there was another good story that 
he was so anal about his bike. Like, he always had the nicest bike. He was the first person I ever saw with a 32 sprocket. Which, mind you, I'm rocking a 44 at this point. And it just blew my mind. But, like, he would always, like, make sure his wheels were perfectly true because of his brakes. And I saw him freak out at the skate park one day so badly that both his wheels, cranks, and handlebars were bent. From throwing his bike? He threw it easily 15 times. (laughs) Because he couldn't do a quarter pipe air to manual 80 or something like that. Yikes. Something just so random. But he just, like, wasn't feeling it. He had... Thinking about it now, because I haven't thought about it in forever. He must have had something going on. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. And then anything about Prescott in general? Prescott? How do you pronounce it? Prescott or Prescott? Locals, Prescott, but it is Prescott. Okay. I say Prescott. Prescott like Biscuit. Prescott. Um, yeah, that's only... There's not that much to do. It's like a small little town. I remember my buddy had... His dad lived up there, and he was... Jerry Sell or something, who's like a big realtor, had like a mansion on top of the hill. We would mob down the hill and then just hit Prescott Skate Park, and that was, I have some cool Prescott memories. Skate Park or Prescott Valley? Prescott. So the red coping and shit. Yep, yep, yep. No, there really isn't. I mean, but that was what, I didn't have like a phone. I was still using dial-up internet when I lived in Prescott yeah. Valley up until... Were you on AOL Fuck, I didn't even have... Barely. AIM? I was on the tail end of that. MySpace was real big yeah, the whole time I was MySpace, there. Dude. But I mean, like, I went riding. Like, mm-hmm. the town was so small, like, I would just go ride. I'd watch videos, go ride, and... What was the first trick you learned? First trick? Yeah, because it's, like... First, like, actual, either, like, something... You're either doing a dirt jump and learning in, like, a no-footer. Like, that's a lot of people's first trick. Mine was, like, manualing. I was just obsessed with learning how to manual at first, and then... 180s come around so like what what's the first thing that you remember learning when did bar spins happen what was the first thing though i sat in my garage one winter because it's cold in prescott and just practiced money at bar spins but i think a pickup bar was probably my first huh damn that's crazy which is now which makes sense for why it's so easy for you now 14 15 years later or however the fuck which is why you <clears> can <throat> switch bar because i learned it you wrong it the wrong way nice I wish that I could go back in time and, like, yell at myself, learn them now, you dumb shit, like... Well, shout out to so Finley once again, because he was always... It's so weird to think about, because he was... The way he rode didn't make any sense for the time period we were in. Like, 2001, he was four pegs, brakeless, mm-hmm. was just all about being able to just ride. Like, he, he definitely had that mindset, like, if there's a setup, I want to be able to ride it. Yeah. And he kind of... Literally bullied me into how I ride Hell now. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, you've given me shit like where I'm like, do an opposite double peg, and you're like, you don't have an opposite. Stop saying it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because I, yeah, learned wrong and again. But I remember I learned a 180, and I was terrible at my normal 180s. Like I would carve like four feet for some reason. Yeah. And he just goes, just try it to the left. Like he didn't care about goofy footed and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect opposite 180s. Nice. I could ride. I could have 180. On a flat rail and landed on the flat rail. Yeah. Even when I was like 14. Hmm. But I was like, but right feels more comfortable. Yeah. And it's so weird how that works. Like, because when you first get into it, you have to just decide which foot forward you ride. Because both of them feel so fucking awkward when you're first getting into it. And then. Oh, I love it when you see someone who's like, oh, I'm just learning. And they have a left foot forward at one thing. And like, okay, well, you got to do this. Try that again. And then all of a sudden they have their right foot forward. It's like, how does that not, like. <laughs> yeah. I've literally said to some kids, I'm like, you need to pick one foot to go forward with. Yeah, yeah. 
Pick I mean, one. You, you were there the other night when that kid was like, I've been trying to turn them, they're just not working. I was like, show me. Yeah. And he tried one. Yeah. And I was like, you're turning into your front foot. I was like, you're never going to be able to you do that. You turned into fucking Coach Lufa at the skate park the other I day. I did. We were there, this young kid. He's like trying to learn turndowns. Lufa's all pumped because he's just clicking turndowns left and right. And then he's got this kid on his back on the ground at the skate park with his bike up in the air practicing the motion to get into it. Is that how you learn some tricks? Like Oh, absolutely. Back biking? Back biking. <laughs> back biking. I mean, turndowns was, I mean, it, it's an awkward movement. Yeah. There's so much happening. I hated it. I got on my back too, Coach Lufa, and I quit. I don't want to play, Coach. And shout out to Casey. I mean, he was the one he's like, yeah, like, there's, he kind of coached me through it too. And Yeah. How long have you been able to do a turndown? And why are you so goddamn stoked on him right now? So, funny enough, the first one I ever got good was five years ago at Chandler. I never ride Chandler. And just like, I just, like, kind of forgot about it. Were you, the boob fly out thing yeah. or whatever? Yeah. I just got one one night because I was just like, yeah, why not? Like, you reach a certain point, like, why not try something new? Mm-hmm. Keep bikes a little fresh, you know? And then I just never thought about it again. And then everyone was like, oh, yeah, I've done, like, one. I don't know. Yeah. All this, I mean, I ride Tempe scale all the time. And there was no, like, good thing to try them on besides, like, a fly out, but I never did that. So we talked about your first trick. What's the, what's your favorite trick? Right Nolly bars. Huh? Nolly bars, yeah. Always. Out of banks, huh? Yeah, it's just fun. You don't really do them off of shit, right? I've never done one off of anything. Yeah. I've done them off an up ledge, but... Yeah, same thing. Same like thing. Bank, yeah. What was your, like, favorite trick out of the I Got Work sections that you filmed? I got The Feeble 3 at uh, Quick Mart over the L. Oh, yeah. The banger from the first one, right? Second one. Second one banger? Yeah. Because I'll always remember, there's a mean, the film where Ch- Ryan Chavik lived together, and he was pretty much just like, I think I'm wrapped up, like... I think I'm done. And I went. I think I have something. And he goes, No, 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 no. Yeah. This starts like the slope of like. I was like, Dude, just. Yeah. I think I could do this, and it was it was summer. Yeah. It was hot, and that was one of those ledges that it could have been grinded down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waxed. But it wasn't. I just metal pegs, and I. We so, got it. So it's a it's a up ledge in Tempe off of Broadway. I remember driving Broadway and Roosevelt. I, I lived right there, and it's just like that stucco shit, and it's white, and like it goes up, and it's only you know six inches wide, and it goes up for a while, like two bike lengths, and then there's a wall at the end of it, so you have to like pop over. And Lufa did his regular or regular. It was a regular, feeble backfooted to three sixty over. Yeah, that's pretty fire. I remember that clip. I ate shit a few good times. It was in the grass. It's into rocks now, so I would never touch it. Yeah, but. There was a few tries where I was like, okay, like... I, Were you going for a 180 and then you're like, I could no, play it? No, I had... I already filmed a feeble over an L180 and like I, I saw that setup because we'd go to that corner store all the time because yeah. Mike had lived on... still lives on Roosevelt. Yeah. He's lived there for Lord Never. knows how long now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was like, dude, like... I think... Because it was right after This Is United came out and Corey did that one. Nice, yeah. And I was just like, dude, I think I could do this. Hell yeah. And... I, I can actually like re-enter my mindset, which is so weird. That's amazing. I was like, I don't know if I got this because it was fucking hot. Like, and I kept like clipping or doing something. The ledge wasn't grinding that well. Like, didn't even bring wax. Like, it isn't be- it fucked up how much effort and time and mental energy goes into a three-second clip? Oh, always. It's so crazy to me. <clears throat> but then there was one 
it just like worked. And if you watch the clip, my front tire cannot be more than this close to the yeah. ledge. And I remember I landed, was riding away, and just like kind of had that like, I did it. I did it. And I did the full on Corey Sazo Victor Hop, just pushed my bike away. Yeah. Wick was, before I even turned around, he goes, We're drinking Chronics. <laughs> he bought us Victory Chronics, which was an energy <laughs> drink in Arizona. That, that was, was real popular. Chronic was Arizona based, huh? Yeah. That shit was sick. And me and him loved them. Yeah. Which the now I would never be able to have one. Yeah, because of sugar or what? I just think it would make me sick. I can't even have like a can of actual soda anymore. Yeah. But it was just awesome. Yeah. It was a good way to... I think that was might have been the last thing he filmed for that video. And then we oh, went yeah. to Europe together like a month later. Have you... We've gotten something, haven't we? For Mediocre 2 or no? No. We... We need to. Yeah. I'm, you got I've gotten time. really self-conscious about filming, but that's okay. I have lowered my expectations severely. I just, I, I don't know why I hold my, hey. hey, doggos. I hold myself to like a weird level and I just, I'm like, I don't want to be in a video where, not that it's their problem. Just a mediocre clip. Yeah. Yeah. Or people like Hayden who are just incredible or Rippin or... Mm-hmm. I mean, any of them. Yeah. Like, Who's your favorite mediocre rider from Mediocre at Best or Lightworks? Oh, man. That's weird to say mediocre rider, but rider who had a part in either of our videos. It, it, I think it's got to be Troy. I never know what to expect right? when Troy's riding. Yeah. And it's really cool. Me too. Like... Well, I mean, I can't pick favorites, but I've loved filming him for however long it's been now. Both he comes up with, like, even, I've gone shooting with him a few times, I'm just like, what do you want to do? Yeah. He just has the wackiest ideas, and they're always, he makes it, he's, like, aggressively wacky. Yeah, yeah. Which aggressively is, like. Aggressively wacky, yeah. He is. Yeah. Like, he's got plenty of bike control, can do all the tricks, and he's like, I'm going to run on the ground while my bike's up here, and just yep. make it look, like, cool. Yep. It's like, What? Did you do that? <laughs> he did one of the uh, ghost ride the whips at Goodyear Skate Park, and I was like, that looks kind of impossible. And he like hopped off, ghost rode the bike next to the ledge, and then jumped back on. Just kind of like a fuck around clip, but it was like very impressive. And, yeah. Yeah. Him and Dean both have those weird skills. Dean. Yeah. I, I'll never forget the first time I saw him ride in person. I was very blown away. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I can't choose a favorite. I love them all. All right. Let's see. Next question. Clay had us part two. Yeah. Um, cougars. He just says, talk about cougars. Is that some sort of school mascot? I don't get it. <laughs> Older women like me. I don't know what to say. <laughs> That's, there you go. What's the, uh, oldest you've, um, held hands with? Or so forth. What's the oldest age of female that you've hooked up with? I say held hands, but I'm just being sly. I'll tell you, when I was 18, we were getting drunk in my neighbor's house with my little crew of friends in my neighborhood, and this taxi pulls up to the across-the-street neighbor's house, and out of this taxi stumbles this, like, really gross-looking blonde lady. Must be, like... I We couldn't tell, but, like, looked like an older lady. Yeah. And we're just drunk, and we go over and start talking to them. And she ends up inviting us in. You guys want some beers? Just like she sounded like gnarly, dude. Brought us in, fed us booze. And my friends are fucking with me, just bringing me shot after shot after shot on the couch sitting next to this lady. And I end up like making out with her. 
And then she's like, let's go into the bedroom. And I'm like, okay, I'll be right there. And then I try, I get up and I'm like, oh my God. And I puke on every single one of her walls on the way to her bathroom, dude. And just hug her porcelain toilet for who knows how long until my friends finally come back and rescue me. But 50 years old is what I went for when I was 18. That's got to be my I don't know record. how old this one was, but it was definitely a mom in Fresca. Don't. She has to be in her 50s. I don't know. All right. Well, She's we'll, crazy, uh, though. We'll chalk it up to the 50s. Yeah. Had a boy. We're 50 club. <clears throat> um, okay. Next question. At LindsayKate. Oh, no. Nothing crazy. Why is Lindsay Barker the coolest chick ever? Because she doesn't give a shit. She don't give no fucks, dude. She doesn't fuck with anybody, and she's a bad bitch. All right. You she's hear really that, cool. Lindsay? God damn. She's really cool. One of the... One of my highlights of Arizona, for sure. Lindsay? Lindsay Barker. Lindsay Barker. I've never really talked to her for longer than five minutes, but... She, it, she's a hard wall to break. <sighs> yeah. Once you're in, though, you're in. Nice. Like, in terms of... She just doesn't let very many people into her circle. Yeah, that's cool. And she's really awesome. I well, shout out to Lindsay Barker, man. All right, at Josh Bagar. What's a common misconception or myth about photography? BMX or not? That it's easy. Okay. That just hitting the button is just that easy. Yeah. True. Until you miss. You know, someone can want to bar spin a gap. And everyone does their bar spins differently. Yep. I can't remember who I learned it from, but they're like, tell them to do a hot bar. Yeah. And then be like, now go do the gap. Yep. But, yeah, it's just that. Everyone does their tricks differently. And even, we've all, we're all riders. If you're doing something kind of gnarly, you're going to do it not the same as you normally do. Yeah. Like, I remember, we won't use names, but someone jumped a gap, and the way he tucked wasn't how he normally did, and the guy missed the photo, and, the, and I've heard the rider say, he's like, I'll never shoot that person again. I was like, oh, that's so strange. I want names. No. Damn Maybe I'll tell you outside. Yeah, you're right. It's not. It's not easy. But it's it's just hard. Cause yeah. so, what's going through your brain when you're shooting a photo? We got composition. We got the lines. You got I the, geek out really hard on composition. Yeah, and it's even almost to a fault because on some of those riding trips, I'm like, I don't want to shoot that. And yeah, because we, there's no good. way I'm like, to it doesn't look good. Like, yeah. and they're like, you should just shoot it because it's like content. I'm like, but I don't like it. Like, I don't. It doesn't look yeah. good to me. Yeah, but. Yeah, I feel that. Like, when you can line up a trick to be in a pocket of, like, the sky, and, you know, there's yeah. where the lines go, and I, it's a learned thing to see the lines of a photo type Yeah. Shit. You went to school for photography? Though? Yes. Fine art. Was that worth it? Did you have, like, student debt? Yeah, not that much, though. Nice. I was on scholarship. I was a 4.0 high school student. Fun yeah, fact. Yeah, hell yeah. Um... No, it taught me... That's the Chinese coming out in you, man. Oh, 100%. That was my dad <laughs> cracking the whip when I was a kid. Hell yeah. Like, if I got a B, he was like, no. Yep, you're grounded. Get under the stairs in the closet. Well, not that bad, but... Um, no, it taught me a lot. And the thing is, I'm all about, like, the connections. Yeah. I started my job now because I went to school with somebody. Nice. Yeah. And he was like, hey, you just graduated. you want to work with me? I yeah. went, yeah. That's what like if I... college is for, man. That's... But what do they even, like, because Morty did it, too, and he ended up, it's, he talked about it's just the connections, and he ended up getting his prints sold in, like, Tokyo and shit. That's it's awesome. Really, really cool. Like, and he got, like, different 
jobs based from, you know, that's what it is. But as far as, like, content learning, did they teach, they obviously teach you the basics of it. The, the, were you already shooting photos before you went into yes. college for it? I mean... So were you ahead of your class and shit? Okay, there's, there's a lot here yeah. for me to touch base on. So, I started photo in high school. Did the darkroom film thing, shot riding, shot band photos, shot all that classic shit anyone mm-hmm. shoots when they're 14. I ran the darkroom my senior year, like, actually was, that was one of my credits. Came to ASU, and they were like, you need to do photo one where you learn how to do this stuff. I was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And I remember going to the head of photography with, like, a portfolio, and be like, hey, I know what I'm doing. He goes, yeah, you don't need to take any of these classes. Yeah. But I didn't understand how credit hours worked. So I ended up taking those classes to supplement my GPA to sustain my scholarship. Mm-hmm. But that's besides the point. Yeah. But no, like, yeah, I always had an eye for composition. But once I had, like, one of my favorite quotes is, like, one of my idols, Michael Lundgren, told me, he goes, like, any good photo is a balance of content and form. And I was like, form? Like, what do you mean? He goes, he just showed me these things of, like, what perspective can do, what zoom can do. And it just changes, like, what you can do in your brain, or, like, what a picture can make you think. Mm -hmm. And that was, if there's anything, I learned, like, the ideas behind photos. Yeah. And sometimes I try to make that translate to BMX. Like, I know some, you've seen those weird ones where, like, someone's bar spinning a stair set. Like, Budger has a really good one with Daryl Taco. It's, like, upward. But, like, the way the lines are, you're like, oh, that's cool. But if, the nerd, like, I don't know what's going on here. I remember Greg Latecki. He looked at a photo and he goes, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, but it's so cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's a balance between art and just documenting. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, when you're dealing with BMX, people don't give a shit. They want to see the truck. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Which is a kind of a bummer because they really don't care that much about how it's filmed or how it's shot. It's just, yeah. What did they do and where did they do it? But even the rider, too, like, you want to make the riders, I don't want to make my friends look dumb. Yeah. I'm like, hey, do you like this? And I mean, Simone is one of the funnest and not hardest, but I will always be like, hey, what do you think? And if he likes it, it's fucking. He'll be like, you should, and he, but he'll crack the whip on me. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah, he'll be like, I think you should do it from this side. I'm like, hey, you're right. Like, I don't know this trick like you do. Yeah, the like a toboggan. Yeah, I was like, when you think of a toboggan, where do you want to shoot from? Probably the front of the bike, right? Uh, I would. I always think kind of like. The side, maybe towards the rear, and then the on the side that the hand is on the seat. So you're back here. Well, you want them to be turning into you. Like, so I toboggan with my right hand and turn the bar. Like, you'd want to be, like, around there, right? Like, with this? I want the side where it's open to be... Yeah. 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 Oh, like, me facing you. Yeah. Chest type shit. And he told me once, he goes, shoot it from behind. I was like, you want me to shoot toboggan from behind? He goes, trust me. And he did this crazy thing... And it's like a picture of his ass, which, yeah, get used to shooting butts if you're yeah, like butt into BMX. Yeah. But it just, I was like, wow, that actually is like really good. Hell yeah. Like, I wouldn't have thought that. But it, like, he's one of the best street riders on the planet and shot photos with, well, Lord knows how many people. Yeah. Man's so you gotta, genius. we're all in that, that's what's great. Mm-hmm. There's like a respected thing, like, you know what you're doing, you've done this before, I know what I'm doing to an extent. Yeah. So like, if you have pointers... Tell me. Yep. Like, a good example, 
one of my friends is a skateboard photographer. And I always get confused. Have you ever seen those photos? Like, kickflip. Shove it. Yeah. 365. I have like, no idea what's going you're on. You're like, they all look the same. Yeah. And I asked him, I was like, how do you, do you time the flips? He goes, always the peak. <laughs> Wherever they're the highest on that trick is when you take it. I was like, <laughs> interesting. That's that very interesting. interesting. Yeah. That's like saying, oh, bar spin this 30 stair. But when you bunny out the highest, that's I'm taking it. Yeah. So you could have one hand on. Yeah, you haven't even thrown them yet. You haven't even thrown them. <laughs> Just and weird. the caption says bar spin, but it just looks yeah. like he's not doing anything. Interesting. How do you handle criticism? Very well, I think. Yeah. I don't know. You can detach. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you gotta. You can't. Mm-hmm. I literally spent four years having people rip my photos apart. Just saying, you suck, or this isn't that cool. And you're like, okay, well. Well, thanks. You gotta get better. Like, I'm not gonna... Be- being angry at criticism is not going to be... Yeah. It's not going to help you. Yep. You can't take it personally either. That's no. one of the four agreements, bro. And But that is the one thing that does suck if we just coming back to this. Like, missing a photo. That's something that is all on you. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. No. No, it doesn't feel good. Kind of like recording this podcast and then not hitting record. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't feel good either, man. I mean, it's hilarious because there was a trip. You'd know the writers. Like, I, I was nailing Matt Ray's bar spins every time. Like, I just knew. I was like, bam, 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 bam. Like, got him. And me being the cocky son of a bitch that I am, he did like a 180 bar down this pretty big gap. And he looks over me as you get it. I was like, come on now. Atlanta? Mi- Minneapolis. Okay. I literally went, come on now. In his Matt Ray MR1 promo video? At the end of a line with the tooth bar? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The one at the very yeah. end. Just got it perfect. And he was just like, how the fuck do you do that, man? And I was like, I don't know, man. I've seen your bar since a million times. Yeah. But I, I jinxed myself. And Wick called me and goes, you're going to miss one one day. Yeah. And you're going to feel like shit. I was like, I know. But let me just relish just, in this moment. Yeah. But then there's like high pressure situations too. So you know that photo of Mark Burnett jumping the gap? I saw the that. And, and I literally was like, Dude, this would be cool. Mm-hmm. And Mark was like, it's too easy. I don't want to do it. I was like, can you just like appease me? Yeah. And he gets up there. And what does he tell me? Hey, I'm only doing this once, by the way. Like, it, he realizes like, oh, bar spinning over this 10-foot gap that is 20 feet. Up the, yeah. In the crazy. air or kind of up there. He literally says, I'm only doing this once. Yeah. My camera's not fast enough to just fire off a sequence. But I nailed it. Hell yeah. Perfect 180 bar. And I just remember being like. Perfect bar, not 180 bar. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Perfect 180 oh, bars okay, or 180. Yeah. Yeah, 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 And I just remember being like... I'm the best in the world. No, no, no. But like, you get that relief. You're like... Yeah. Like, fuck. I did it. Holy shit. Yep. Dude, that's my signature line. After somebody lands a clip, I'm like, all right, let's see if I fucked it up <laughs> as I'm showing the clip. Let's see if I scuffed... Well, that's the thing. One. Like, filming... Like, obviously, photography... If someone does, like, the same line a bajillion times, you're just like, I just want to get this photo, like, perfectly. Like, yeah. No matter what. But I'm sure you've... Actually, for a fact, you've done it. Because Wick has done it. Every filmer's done it. You will film a line perfectly, and they don't get that last trick the way they want it. Like, I want to do it again, and you're like, okay. And you might fuck up that next yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. And you're like, God. Yeah. Damn it. Shit! <laughs> you're like... and But then, that's annoying, because you're always like, please don't be upset about this, even though... Yeah. 
Well, like, my standards are pretty high, so, like, I'll chop barely. Everyone is. Anyone who's in media. The hair of somebody off for, like, one frame of the clip, and I'm like, oh! And it eats me alive, and they don't even notice it type shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love when writers take, like, ten tries to get a trick. That's, like, the perfect amount to get get it dialed in because if somebody lands something first try it's also a first try for filming so it's like i'm not really sure like where exactly I yeah am how i how i'm filming it but if 10 tries in you got a good rhythm and you figured out how you want it and then it kind of blends and that feeling of like nailing it together perfect is so good yeah which that's what's missing when it comes to like filming your friends on an iphone there's no like Sure, you can like pick the right spot to shoot from, but it's not as much of a challenge to film on an iPhone than it is to like no. a proper camera with a fisheye. Fisheye filming in general, I feel like people. Well, I mean, no one understands the difference between six inches does so much for composition on a fisheye. Yeah, for real. You know what I mean? Like, and that's not that much space, but yeah, it literally can add what appears to be three feet over someone's head, yeah. or if you go too close, you cut them off. Yeah. And then the tilt and where you're oh, yeah, starting, tilt. where you're ending, what you're doing to bring the like. There's a lot that goes into it that I don't really think about, but it yeah. kind of comes. Who's, um, your, who's your real quickly that you look up to? Hold on, real quickly, real quickly. You want to know who my least favorite rider to shoot is? Not because he's difficult, because he does everything. He's too tall, or does he? He does everything first try. Because he literally go, all right, you ready? Because he does it like hold first on, try. Let me try and guess. You could probably figure it out. But he's, but he's very confident in that. Like, if he wants to do something, he goes, all right, you good? And you're like, I think. I don't know. You're making me really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn it. Think about the most confident bike rider you know. We've, we've worked with the same person. LaShawn? Yeah. <laughs> and he, but I mean, shout out to him because he knows. He goes, all right, yeah. I'm going to 360 this gap. You better fucking get it. And you're like, okay, fuck. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're like, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, he's got that effect on you for sure. But shout out to him for that. Mm-hmm. You know? And there's people like Trey who do, you know, no-hander king who go, oh, you want a photo of it? I'll just hold it longer. You're like, what? Wow. Yeah. You're like, thank you? Yeah. <laughs> How thoughtful of you, Trey. Yeah. <laughs> okay, your next question. Uh, yeah, yeah. So photographer that you looked up to or look up to currently? Currently. Or back in the day? Michael Ungrid. Michael Ungrid. I don't know who that is. He was my fine art professor. Nice. I actually really looked up to Walter's work. Uh, Walter Perringer. Yeah. A lot when I was in there. Like, he clearly is a geek about composition, but it also faulted my work because I tried to copy it too much. Yeah. I mean, but I get influence from all of them. Like, Jeff Z is a lighting wizard. Mm-hmm. Fudger's fucking fantastic. Gut Stains is also a technical wizard. Yeah. Also, screw you, Guts, for not sharing <laughs> settings. Shout out, Guts. Fuck you, Guts. Um, I mean, I get influence from everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the beauty of Instagram, too, is you can see all this work and kind of be like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Like, Top three BMX photographers all time. Well, obviously, Jeff Z. Number one? Jeff yeah. Z. Yeah. Right on. Because he knows how to... He can do the entire spectrum. He can do like that basic, just standard vertical photo, mm-hmm. but then go to like something completely artsy. Yep. So like, I have a hard time shifting gears. So him. Um. 
This is tough. Oh, Andrew White. Another lighting wizard. Hell yeah. I don't even know if he shoots BMX anymore at all, but I always loved his work. And then, yeah, just Walter, just because he definitely had influence on me. Mm-hmm. Pretty solid list right there, my dude. Mm, how about photographers from Arizona? You, Big E, Marco? Riggs. Riggs? Are you saying just in general? Or yeah, I guess BMX? shout out. Shout out to all the photographers in Arizona. Lear Miller, yep. Jason Rayner, Dan Ryan, William Lagulin, Andrew Farquhar. Damn, I don't know any of those names. These are all people that like I work with. Okay. But they're fantastic photographers. Nice. Because you can translate any work and you're like, oh, I could use this for mm-hmm. my BMX stuff. Um, yeah, Biggie. I don't really you know he doesn't live here. Shot. Greg was a great yeah, one. Yeah. He... Everyone just brings a different thing to the table. Greg Moliterno, baby. Everyone's got a different eye, and it's, it's awesome. Yep. Do we have any more instas? No. All right, that's pretty standard. It's pretty good. Um. Yeah, I think. Let's see. That's it, man. We covered it all. I think so. Thank you for doing this. I'm trying to remember anything. Yeah, just uh, keep up your big dick energy and stay confident. Yeah, be out there. And it's snack season, dog. We're gonna be looking good in no time. Who's gonna get a six pack first, me or you? Probably you. You goddamn right. I did a TRX workout and ran, and it was exhausting earlier. Hell yeah. We done the TRX bands yet? No. Just try it. I just do my thing at the gym. I do my little thing. It's nothing. Yeah, well, I like. Abs are made in the kitchen, bro. The, Not well, in your TRX. Yeah, that's true. But the TRX is nice. It's all body weight. Nice. It's like, shockingly hard. Yeah, of course. Some body weight shit can be insane. Because it was just a 10-minute straight workout of, like, always keeping that tension on the band and just kind of, like, flipping around and doing whatever. I want to get into doing the kettlebell shit. How many push-ups can you do in one go? Last I tried was 45. That's pretty good. Is that where we're going to end good. this podcast, this yeah. push-up challenge? I'm not doing push-ups right now, goddammit. All right. That's how we're ending this podcast. Yeah, all right. See you guys later. We're going to go do push ups. Thanks for listening. Bye. One go.